0: Good morning, and welcome to Monday Mornings
1: with Maddie and Morgan. I'm Maddie. And I'm Morgan. Hello! Hi, how are you?
0: I am lovely, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm good. Today was long, but it's over.
0: So. Yeah, yeah it was.
1: I'm on a like 10 or 12 day work streak. Oof. And I just started it, and I'm already... <laughs> Not looking forward to the end of it. (laughs) Understandable. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. Today is like the longest day and then it kind of gets shorter after that. Yeah. I'm super excited for today's episode.
0: Dude, so am I. I have been just gathering so much information for like the past two weeks on this because... We all know that I can't do my notes until I've absorbed every last bit of everything that I can until <laughs> whatever. Oh, <Well>, but... yeah. <laughs> but this week, I am going to cover the phenomenon of spontaneous human combustion.
1: Yay!
0: Woo! I can't see you, but I just did a whole ton of arm motions for that. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but none of you can see it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: It was really great. You're all welcome.
1: I did like a weird, like head bob situation,
0: kind of like. I was like, those, like, very like... dramatic with my arms for these things, and I'm like,
1: eh. like one of those like tube sock guys. Yeah, that's not the word. Whatever, <laughs> tube sock. <laughs>
0: <Where does that laughs> I know what you mean, though. the The tube guys guy. that are at the car dealerships. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you call them, <laughs> the big tube guys. It's fine. So, <laughs> because we're talking about spontaneous human combustion this week, this episode might get a little disgusting and gross. So, if you're eating, maybe pause. Or maybe just skip this one if that's not for you. I promise I'm not going to get into, like, too crazy details or anything. But, yeah. But, Alright.
1: I mean, like, the title, I mean... Spontaneous human combustion is pretty (laughs) self-explanatory.
0: Yeah, there's going to be people exploding and setting on fire in this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So now I hope you've paused and finished your food and now you're unpaused. Done with your food? All right. Cool. Cool. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. Hope your breakfast was great. (laughs) (laughs) So we get our topic ideas from a variety of different places and sources but, as I said last week, I do have to admit that the source for my idea for this episode was from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That being said, I'm going to give you a brief overview of the episode before I get into the gross, icky stuff. <laughs> I've never
1: seen South Park.
0: <laughs> so I figured that, so I did try to give a little bit of clues, because I know most people know what the characters look like. Yeah. Because there's like three to four main characters. But the episode that I'm going to talk about is Season 3, Episode 2, titled Spontaneous Combustion. And was created by Matt Stone and Trey Parker and David Goodman. Dave Goodman. And I streamed it on HBO Max. Not sure if you can stream it anywhere else. Probably. I don't know. (laughs) So, in the beginning of the episode, the boys are walking down the street. When all of a sudden, Kenny, the one who's always in an orange coat and dies... And doesn't (laughs) talk much. (laughs) Spontaneously combusts. Oh no. And everyone starts freaking out. Since it quote. Usually only happens to fat people. Near open flames. (laughs) Um, That is a quote from the show. Um, (laughs) So as more people around town. Start to randomly spontaneously combust. The mayor decides to put Stan's dad on the job. Stan is the one that wears the blue hat. And his dad is a geologist named Randy. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's the only scientist in town. So he becomes responsible for saving the day. Wow. There's actually a line where he's like, I'm literally a geologist. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So Randy ends up discovering that people are holding in their farts around their partners and significant others, causing gas to build up inside of them.
1: Never hold in your farts.
0: No, he tells them to make sure that they are farting enough every single day so they will not combust. For this (laughs) discovery, he wins a Nobel Prize (laughs) against a doctor who has a Galapagos turtle with seven asses. And the whole town loves him. Until a heat wave comes to town. They determine that this heat wave Is because of all of the methane gases from everyone letting out all of their farts. (laughs) So they get pissed at Randy and revoke his Nobel Prize. (laughs) He is then again tasked with solving this problem. And determines that they should all fart but in moderation each day. Not too much but definitely don't hold in farts. This solved the spontaneous combustion and global warming issues in South Park. Wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) If only if it was that simple.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I guess Trey Parker, one of the creators, actually believes that farts may cause human combustion in real life, stating that, quote, the show's elements about flatulence, Flatulence causing spontaneous combustion stemmed from his own serious beliefs that holding in farts indeed caused humans to spontaneously combust. Parker said, quote, "I honestly think it could be what spontaneous human combustion is because I've seen some dudes light their farts, and the fireballs were big, and that was just one fart. I'm serious. I think it's totally possible hmm. end quote. <laughs> So that's my end of my spiel on South Park, but (laughs) interesting episode. I actually do recommend it. Um, It was fun. (laughs) So what exactly is spontaneous human combustion? Well, it's essentially when people randomly ignite in flames. The end. Yep. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's a little bit more complicated but even now in 2021, it is not fully understood. Spontaneous human combustion is the pseudoscientific concept that quote, refers to the death from a fire originating without an apparent external source of ignition. And that is from the Wikipedia page on spontaneous human combustion. There are a few different theories that may explain why this happens, but one thought is that it starts from within the body. And I'll go into more detail about the various theories on how and why this phenomenon may occur in a little bit. This is also extremely rare since the first recorded case is in the late 1600s. I do have one from like early 1600s but not super sure how accurate they are and obviously it's a very weird kind of pseudoscience. Nobody's super sure exactly what it is if it actually <laughs> if it's right if it's real <laughs> it's very confusing because obviously like there are people who do spontaneously combust but there's not fully explanations for why
1: right and is it truly spontaneous
0: yeah or like a lot of them which I'll explain later a lot of them you'll see do actually have an external like source of flame or spark or something Mm-hmm. So, since the first recorded case in the sixteen hundreds, there have only been about a few hundred cases around two to three hundred. and most of them weren't really adequately recorded. There was a few different um scientists throughout history who kind of made compliment compl- oh my god <laughs> compilations of these stories, but I mean, we still can't really find a lot of the actual cases of this happening, but most of these cases were not well documented and most are unproven to not actually have external sources of ignition. So, again, cigarettes are very common sources of external ignition, (laughs) which I will talk about again.
1: What? You smoke, you die. Basically. (laughs) Okay, I have an anecdote. <laughs> yes. When my brother was little, he somehow heard that somewhere. Like you smoke, you die, and we were <laughs> in public and there was someone smoking. Oh no. And he said, you smoke, you die, in his tiny little <laughs> voice as we were walking by. <laughs> yes! <laughs> love that <laughs> Oops <laughs> He's not wrong.
0: No. So, how does one actually spontaneously combust though? Well, for spontaneous human combustion to happen, quote, first the body must be heated to its ignition temperature, the point at which it will catch fire without being exposed to an external flame or spark. If the heat building up inside the object cannot escape, and if it's being exposed to a steady flow of oxygen that isn't rapid enough to cool it down, the stage will be set for spontaneous ignition. End quote. And that is from HowStuffWorks.com, which is where the Stuff You Should Know podcast gets all of their information. Yes. So it is both in the Stuff You Should Know episode that I listened to on spontaneous human combustion and in the article. I will link both of those in the show notes, obviously. So, there's a few common traits of spontaneous human combustion. In 1938, the British Medical Journal, or, yeah, 1938, the British Medical Journal covered the topic of spontaneous human combustion. L.A. Perry identified a few commonalities that occur in many of these cases. The recorded cases have these things in common. One, the victims are chronic alcoholics. Hey. Two. are usually elderly females three the body has not burned spontaneously but some lighted substance has come into contact with it four the hands and feet usually fall off or are left like undamaged five the fire has caused very little damage to combustible things in contact with the body or in like the direct area six the combustion of the body has left a residue of grease, greasy and fetid ashes, very offensive in odor, which yeah. that's what fetid means, is really stinky smelling. So, um, but that's directly from the Wikipedia page again. Um, another commonality is a lot of these cases are elderly or infirm patients. That in some cases, the caretaker kind of just lights a cigarette for them and walks away. Which, like, may have been kind of chill in, like, the 50s or 60s. Like, I don't know. It's just not a good idea to leave somebody who's, like, not mobile with a cigarette in their mouth.
1: Nope.
0: Maybe you should keep an eye on them. I mean, I don't know. Like, I have a piece of clothing from L.L. Bean that was definitely, like, made in, like, the 60s or something. And it has a tag inside of it that's, like do not leave cigarettes burning (laughs) around clothes.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, any, so many fabrics are flammable.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially, like,
1: something like wool.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm going to cover a few theories about how spontaneous human combustion actually happens, or whatever. So the first few theories that I'm going to cover are more absurd and unlikely causes for spontaneous human combustion, but they're a bit more fun than the actual scientific explanations behind it.
1: Okay, I'm dumb. Wool is is (laughs) (laughs) flame-resistant. I had to double-check, because I was like, that doesn't sound right.
0: (laughs) I just kind of assumed it was, but I mean, other, like materials are super fun yes which is why like if you go to like baby gap or anything or like those kids stories all of the kids pajamas are like have those big tags on them that are like flame retardant so first quick theory is alcoholism in the late 1800s and 1900s spontaneous human combustion was thought to be caused by excessive amounts of alcohol in the body this was also used to add fear and more reasoning behind prohibition. <laughs> Next is methane built up in the intestines is ignited by enzymes in the body or in the gut. So these enzymes are used in the body to help start and accelerate various chemical reactions. And this theory does work with the episode of the South Park that I just talked about, but... It would also mean that cows will be blowing up literally all the time. <laughs> <laughs> True. Considering cows produce like so much more methane gas than humans do.
1: Yeah, they're a lot bigger. <laughs>
0: yeah, and they would just be blowing up all over the place. <laughs> Spontaneously composting. cows. I know I would like that's honestly the first thing I thought about when I was watching the South Park episode when they were like, oh, it's the methane gas. And I was like, cows will be blowing up, too, though. (laughs) Everything would be blowing up. Oh, yeah. In 1995, self-proclaimed expert on spontaneous human combustion, Larry Arnold, Larry Arnold, such a hard word for me. I don't know. Wrote a book called Blaze*! Exclamation <laughs> point. I love that. <laughs> that would get my attention on the show. Oh, yeah. Quote, Arnold has suggested that the phenomenon is the work of a new subatomic particle called pyroton, which he says interacts with cells to create a mini-explosion... But as of August 2018, there is no scientific evidence that proves the existence of this particle. And that is from the Stuff You Should Know podcast and that website. In 1976, Michael Harrison wrote a book titled Fire From Heaven, <laughs> where he claimed that spontaneous human combustion is related to poltergeist activity hmm. because, quote, the force of Which activates the poltergeist, originates in, and is supplied by, a human being. End quote. (laughs) Um, That's honestly one of my favorites. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're just, you got a poltergeist, and that's why you blew up. (laughs) John Abramson theorized that ball lightning might be the cause of some spontaneous human combustion cases stating quote this is circumstantial only but the charring of human limbs seen in a number of ball lightning cases are very suggestive that this mechanism may also have occurred where people have had limbs combusted hmm. end quote and that is from the wikipedia page just limbs yeah so there's different cases so Spontaneous human combustion, typically, just, like, the lower extremities are left. But there's also some cases where, like, just the torso is left.
1: Every time I hear about this, whether it's on a podcast or whatever, I just picture... This is gross. I just picture some feet.
0: Well, okay. So, when we went to Portland, Oregon, it was a Yes. There is an example of spontaneous human combustion there because they have a chair that has yes. like a spot that was burnt out where you can see the springs and then just a pair of legs.
1: Okay, that maybe that's where that came from in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where is this image coming from?
0: <laughs> so that's that makes it so much because sense. I was like, I have this image in my head. And then I was going through pictures, and I was like, I feel like we saw that yeah. in Portland, and that's where I found it. So we will post that picture on our Instagram.
1: And also, if you're ever in Portland, go to the Peculiar- Peculiarium. It's awesome.
0: It's really awesome, and it's right um, around the corner from a one of the Pine State biscuit places.
1: Oh, my God. Which yeah. has some
0: of the best biscuits we've ever had.
1: Yeah, and the peculiarium's only, like, five bucks to get in.
0: Oh, yeah, and it's so cool. Worth it. Got to sit in Krampus's lap there. True. Yeah, 100% go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the most likely and scientific theory, which is known as the Wick Effect. I'm going to explain this in a bit more detail. But basically, it is the theory that when someone spontaneously combusts, they become the wax of the candle with their body fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's really not ideal. So this is where yeah, it gets kind of gross for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the House Stuff Works article I read explains the wick effect as quote: When lit by a cigarette, smoldering ember, or other heat source. The human body acts much like an inside-out candle. A candle is composed of a wick on the inside, surrounded by wax made of flammable fatty acids. Mm. The wax. So, before we move on to the cases of spontaneous human combustion, I wanted to talk about why the extremities are typically the only parts that are left behind. So, one field of thought is that there's generally less fat in an individual's hands and feet and, like, wrists and ankles than the rest of their body which makes sense to me yeah (laughs) ignites the wick keeps it burning in the human body the body fat acts as the flammable substance in the victim's clothing or hair acts as the wick as the fat melts from the heat it soaks into the clothing and acts as a wax-like substance to keep the wick burning slowly Scientists say this would explain why victims' bodies are destroyed, yet their surroundings are barely burned. True. End quote. Yeah, and so there's also on top of that, just like if you hold a match upright or, like, upside down, kind of, like, the heat goes up. So a lot of – there's at least one case that I'm going to talk about in a little bit where there's, like, char marks on the ceiling. A lot of times it goes – like, vertical, like, just the heat goes up, it doesn't go horizontal or outwards. hmm It's very interesting.
1: That is interesting.
0: There is also another newer theory from a British scientist in 2012. Biologist Brian J. Ford stated that a buildup of acetone in the body can cause spontaneous human combustion. The acetone buildup can be caused by alcoholism and also how your body breaks down alcohol or ketosis, which can happen very easily in diabetes patients and also easily as well in anybody who's practicing the ketogenic diet. So So
1: don't do keto or you'll spontaneously combust.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Just another reason not to do keto. So I support this.
1: (laughs) It's a scam unless it's medically advised.
0: Exactly. Which I can tell you right now, most people aren't going to so if you're really, really need to lose some weight, most people aren't gonna advise the ketogenic diet. Or for epilepsy, right? Exactly, yes. Children with um epilepsy that can't be managed by medication oh. is the original reasoning behind the ketogenic diet.
1: <laughs> when I think of keto, I just think of like <laughs> like bacon dipped in mayo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, because that's how I describe it, is, like, keto diet allows you to eat literally bacon covered in mayo, covered in cheese, (laughs) like, but God forbid you put a wrap. (laughs) Right,
1: but you can't eat a slice of bread.
0: God forbid you have a bagel. Oh my god. (laughs) Insanity. (laughs) Things that make me crazy. If you were spontaneously combust, your surroundings probably wouldn't set on fire because of the unlikely amount of flames that would be caused from your tissue
1: so what I'm hearing is that this is what we should study in grad school yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) we gotta figure out why (laughs) why (laughs) all right now we're moving on to the fun part the stories the cases the The actual the actual spontaneous Human combustion. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> <laughs> for most of these cases, I got my information from episode 69 of And That's Why We Drink. <laughs> As always. <laughs> Our favorite podcast. Yes. Um, the Spontaneous Human Combustion Wikipedia page. The How Stuff Works Spontaneous Human Combustion article. And the Stuff You Should Know podcast episode, which is also the How Stuff Works <laughs> article. <laughs> it's all the same. Basically, yes. <laughs> so first, um, I got this one from, and that's why we drink, and I didn't really find it anywhere else in any of my other sources. But apparently in the early 1600s, a man named Polonis vomited fire after drinking two ladles of wine. Oh, same. That'd be pretty, pretty like, cool. Vomiting fire. <laughs> in 1663.
1: Rosie had something to say about that. Oh, <laughs> She was offended by that one.
0: Not after wine. <laughs> in 1663, a woman went up in ashes and smoke while sleeping, but her straw mattress was fine.
1: That one's weird.
0: Which is weird, because straw and, like, hay bales are actually one of the inanimate objects that are known to spontaneously combust. Yeah, super flammable. Yeah, just randomly, too. In 1673, a Frenchman named Jonas DuPont published a collection of cases of spontaneous human combustion called De Incendius Corpus Humani Spontaneus*, which... <laughs> If you know Latin, it literally just means incidences of spontaneous human combustion. In 1731 in London, a countess was found reduced to ash with three fingers in her lower legs that were all that was left left of her.
1: That is insane because it takes, like, extremely high temperatures to burn a body.
0: Oh yeah, if you know anything about cremation, it's like crazy. Like, yeah, it's not an ideal way to dispose of a body either. So it's like,
1: to be reduced to ash that takes oh my gosh oh yeah
0: hours and extremely high temperatures. You can't just set something on fire and expect that to
1: happen. Right. So it's why I'm kind of a skeptic at, as far as this topic
0: goes. I know. I it's it should be like spontaneous human explosion in my opinion. Yes. Um so all that was left was her three fingers and lower legs, and also the walls were covered in a gross stinky, greasy moisture, but the bed she was in was untouched. Huh. In seventeen thirty-seven, a potential case of spontaneous human combustion got a man off of murder charges. So
1: that's interesting. interesting. <laughs> I
0: don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, sounds like it was kind of like a. Oh, sure, totally. That person just completely combusted. It wasn't me who set them on fire. Uh, but <laughs> whatever. It was the seventeen hundreds.
1: They just set on fire out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> you no, think okay. they would just get charged with witchcraft at that point? But whatever. Mm-hmm. In the 1850s, Charles Dickens came out with a book called Bleak House, which featured an alcoholic character who drank too much gin and burst into flames from the inside out.
1: <laughs> That's my this...
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, same.
1: <laughs> a gin
0: I love gin. Don't have a gin-synant, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but this was also during the time that alcoholism was thought to be the probable cause of spontaneous human combustion, so makes sense. But he did get a little bit of backlash because people were like, oh, why are you promoting that? He was like, there's already been 30 cases proven. Hmm. I don't know. Weird times. Yeah. Uh, next, there is a woman's body that was found partially destroyed. And underneath her was a mat covered in melted human fat. Ew. Yeah. Well. Yeah. In 1951, Mary Reeser was found burnt in her chair after her landlady found her doorknob to be abnormally warm. When they ended up getting inside, all that was left of poor Mary was one foot and a shrunken skull in her burnt chair. Ew.
1: Also, why was her landlady touching her doorknob?
0: I think she just, like, came—I don't even know why she was there, but she came over and then, like, touched the doorknob and was like, Oh my goodness, it's warm, and, like, either called the police or security or something and they got the door open.
1: I call bullshit on that one with the shrunken skull.
0: Well, the shrunken skull, um, they bring this up in the Stuff You Should Know episode, but I guess her head was shrunken to the size of like a teacup, which I immediately pictured the traveler with the shrunken head and Beetlejuice, and that's immediately what they started talking about, and I was like, oh my
1: god.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> Mary was also a known smoker, and had taken sleeping pills that day, so her stomach um daughter-in-law made basically said we don't think this is spontaneous human combustion we think that she more likely dropped a lit cigarette in her lap and ignited her clothing. Mhm. In 1953, a man in South Carolina was found crisp black in his car. All of the damage was contained to the front seat and like the windshield was cracked whatever. But it's also wild because cars will fully ignite. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and all that was like charred was just the front seat. Like, it's very absurd to me. Like, there's a lot of electrical things. <laughs> right. A lot of things that should have blown a up. A lot of flammables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in 1964 in Pennsylvania, a woman named Helen's torso was found burnt to ash. And her wrists were burnt down to the bone. All that was left of her legs was from below the knee down. And there was a container of open cigarettes found next to her. So they don't think that she was actively smoking when this happened. But she was in bed. (laughs) And the bed was completely not burnt. And this all happened in a period of 20 minutes. Uh, Which... As we just talked about with cremation it takes an extremely long time to do that to a body <laughs> yeah in 1970 in Dublin Ireland 89 year old Margaret Hogan was found charred with her with only her legs below the knee left untouched there were also plastic flowers in the room that were found completely liquefied And her TV screen, which was about like 12 feet away, was also completely melted, but the rest of the room was fine and there was no known external ignition source.
1: That's so wild.
0: Yeah, like you know, it had to be like very, very hot to like, yeah, for those like the screen of the TV to melt. That's glass, right? It's a very high melting point,
1: (laughs) very confused. Excuse me one second. Rosie's trying to break into the treats behind me. <laughs> I
0: hear you. There's
1: Now there's little puncture holes in this bag.
0: So one thought is there's generally less fat in people's hands and feet than there is in their torso, as I said. So there would be less to keep melting. I'm very sorry I had to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next is that the further you get away from the torso, the colder The body temperature is so just like how you get frostbite sooner in your fingers and your toes those are less likely to combust because they have less body heat there
1: which I can confirm as a person who in the wintertime always has cold hands and feet
0: yes exactly so as you can understand when your fingers get cold first they're also going to be least likely to combust very true And finally, a 2002 University of Tennessee study found that when human tissue is burned, it only creates a small amount of heat, making it unlikely that flames would spread far from the ignited tissue. Which supports this as, like, it's not going to really continue igniting the rest of your body, but also why in 1980, Henry Thomas was found incinerated... Henry Thomas was found incinerated, with just his skull and both legs below the knee remaining. His feet still had pants and socks on them. Uh, <laughs> what? but his death was attributed to the wick effect. Mm. But it was very strange because, like, he was kind of just like laying down in like the middle of his like living room kind of. It was weird,
1: huh?
0: Oh, this one's strange. 1982, a woman named Jeannie Saffin was sitting with her elderly father in their house in London when she burst into flames. Oh, my God. It's not funny. I'm sorry. I, oh, I just like can't imagine sitting there and then all of a sudden somebody next to you just like Pow! I can picture it. I, I just it's wild to me. Um, so the dad and the son-in-law were able to put out the fire, but Jeannie did end up passing away in the hospital from her injuries. They aren't sure if this was a true case of spontaneous human combustion or if a spark from her dad's pipe caught her clothing on fire, but her father also said about the incident that he looked over and saw his daughter with roaring flames coming out of her mouth.
1: I think I'm just going to blame all of these on demons.
0: Honestly, poltergeists made so much sense. Mm-hmm. In December of 2010, 76-year-old Michael Faherty was found in his home in Galway, Ireland, burnt and leaving only burn marks immediately below his body on the floor and above him on the ceiling. And this what? did get a good amount of media attention because the coroner, Syrian McLaughlin, stated that the cause of death was, in fact, spontaneous human combustion. Huh. This is in 2010. Yeah. McLaughlin stated that, quote, the fire was thoroughly investigated and I'm left with the conclusion that it fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion, for which there is no adequate explanation, end quote. Rosie. (laughs)
1: This bag of treats is in my hand and she's trying to pull it out of my hand. (laughs)
0: Little chonker.
1: The girl wants all the snacks.
0: The coroner also said that if it weren't the 21st century, he would have assumed that this was some form of black magic.
1: Crazy.
0: Also, I don't have a ton of information on this one, but (laughs) I was telling my sister about (laughs) that we were covering spontaneous human combustion as this week's topic. (laughs) And she said that one of her friends, when he was living in Mexico, his neighbor spontaneously human combusted What the heck? Yeah, she was like, "Oh yeah, apparently it happens to people when they're super sick or something." I was like, "Excuse me. <laughs> you knew about this and you didn't tell me?" So uh, that was it wild. Part.
1: Wild.
0: Yeah. So, that is all of the cases I have. Do you have any questions on spontaneous human combustion? I don't know if I fully like covered everything.
1: I don't have any questions. I feel like you covered everything.
0: Okay. I mean, I obviously have like like
1: existential questions same about like whether or not this exists, but
0: and um, I mean, obviously, science is always developing and being further investigated. So hopefully we'll get some type of answer someday. Oh,
1: well, now we have to go to grad school and find out. I know. Ugh but I think you did a really good job, and I learned a lot. Thanks! And my mind is blown, combusted, if you will.
0: Oh, yeah, my my brain spontaneously combusted a few times trying to figure all of this out. I had to take many breaks (laughs) (laughs) and just sit there and go, all right, I think I understand it, and then didn't understand it, so... (laughs) But I think that's a general consensus. Is there's no scientific proof behind spontaneous human combustion, but there's also cases where there isn't another plausible reason.
1: Right. Has Ghost has uh, MythBusters done an episode on this? I
0: don't know. Let me
1: see. I trust them.
0: <laughs> so, um, I think they did do. Spontaneous human combustion. Because it says, how spontaneous human combustion works, there's more science to it than you might think. But I'm dead because the first comment I saw on the Facebook post is, somebody says, spontaneous combustion is a myth. If you burst into flames, someone wanted you to. I said, blame homicide for some of these. Oh, yeah. Another comment is, no, it's just the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Also that. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? There's no such thing. Roll a pig in a carpet, light it, and see what happens. What? (laughs) How about no?
1: (laughs) I'm not doing that.
0: (laughs) Okay, I can't with the Facebook comments. But they did do it, so I will have to go look at that eventually. But yeah, that's spontaneous human combustion. If anybody knows of any, like, other cases of this happening, please let us know, because it's super interesting to me. And it also is, like, super tragic, because that's just a terrifying way to go.
1: Yeah, spontaneously.
0: Well, that's all I got for you.
1: All right. Well, stay tuned next Monday and every Monday for new episodes.
0: You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and literally wherever else you're listening currently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, wherever you're listening now, you can continue to listen to us on that. <laughs> yeah,
0: or pick a new platform if you really feel yeah, like it. it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're on Instagram at Monday Mornings Pod, on Twitter at Monday Mornings P, and we have a Facebook page.
0: If you have questions or topics that you'd like to have covered in a future episode, DM us and also us. Ian- not email us us at mondaymorningspod at gmail.com
1: if you enjoyed this episode please rate and review us on itunes and tell your friends
0: yeah and we'll send you stickers maybe
1: yeah we'll send you stuff and
0: virtual hugs
1: (laughs) and maybe real hugs if you're really really lucky
0: yeah, if you're vaccinated and close by, and I know I am, you're not germany yeah. and gross. <laughs> Bingo. But as always, start your Monday mornings the right way with Maddie and Morgan.
1: Bye.